And it's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Oh, man. What a championship weekend in the NFL. Chiefs headed to Las Vegas to take on the 49ers after their win over the Ravens. San Francisco, of course, beats Detroit. Uh, and Anthony has come to the time in the week where we review the NFL, and there's there's just two games to to review. So we're not uh, talking about Taylor Swift. No, like okay. we don't we don't have to. Plenty of other I'm people are going sure. to. We're also no. not going to hate on her. Okay. Something all discussed in first and ten. <laughs> by the way, if you missed the beginning of the show, solid like twenty five minutes of analysis of all things. Highly recommend checking that out on the podcast. Uh, just search the Hoffman Show in your favorite podcast app. But no, Anthony. Um, like, here's the thing. As I said, as I said earlier, will there be a Taylor Swift segment probably at some point next week in Las Vegas? Yes, because I already texted Nora Princiati to come on the show. Yes. So here's my here's my two ideas, and people I will let people tweet me and 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 see which one they like more. But it, so Nora, of course, many people know the name because she used to write about the Commanders here in D.C. Um, she worked for the Washington Times for a very short time, did some awesome work, and then was like, I'm going to go to Boston and write about the Patriots. And then eventually got hired by The Ringer. And when she was at The Ringer, her her like music and Taylor Swift interest turned into a thing. And she is now like one of the go-to media people on all things Taylor Swift. She hosts a podcast, whatever, but she still does NFL work. So as I said earlier, like she can as easily break down Kyle Shanahan's offense as she can the 10-minute version of whatever song is the 10-minute version. So my thought was we can do one of two things. One, we can do a fun bit where I ask her one serious football question, one serious Taylor Swift question, and just alternate back and forth. We just have a total yo-yo interview and go Swift football, Swift football, Swift football. Or what actually might be, like that's a funny bit, what actually might be more interesting is talking about fandom and talking about like what makes Taylor Swift so popular. What do what do like Swifties have in common with diehard NFL fans? And like what has made each Taylor and, and kind of her universe and the NFL and its universe so damn popular in America? Like I think that's actually a genuinely fascinating discussion. But I'm always up for a good bit. So which one would people rather see? I don't know, man. That's tough. I guess I, we could we could put it up to the people themselves. Yeah. So you can tweet me. You can email me. You can, I don't know, what other other ways people, I mean, I guess people could call the show. Yep. Um, I don't think we're going to take calls on that, but if you want to call the show and you feel really strongly and tell Anthony, like, hey, I've, Craig asked this question and I feel really strongly, um, we, could, we could do that real quick. But yeah, that's going to be it. We're going to do like one segment. Maybe it'll be a double segment, so like twenty minutes at the most. And other than that, we're gonna we're gonna talk about football all week. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay, cool. And now we talk about football. Uh, by the way, Anthony's kind. Of, I feel like a little disappointed. I feel like you want the full Swift breakdown. Nah, not yet. You not know, yet. I, I think I can wait. We got two weeks to you know. Yeah. Get to it. So we got pl- we got time. Yeah, we got time, bro. All right, uh, AFC Championship game. Uh, I gave my big takeaways earlier, and what was the biggest thing for you? Uh, by the way, my biggest one was that like people need to realize the Chiefs are a defensive football team, and I thought that was the biggest difference in the game yesterday was how that defense played. 
Yeah, and I think it's I think you put it perfectly when you said they are a defensive minded team because in the second half I do feel as though they got a little conservative and they went into like win now mode. And win now mode is more so, you know, running the ball, killing the clock, um, trying to, you know, sustain drives. And if you don't, you're just gonna lean on uh your defense. Also, um field position was a huge thing. Uh the Ravens often had to drive, you know, one of their drives was like from the one yard line. So they didn't have any short fields, and I think that's more so uh, what, you know, Andy Reid and, and Spags was, you know, okay with, you know, having those guys actually have to, you know, drive the length of the field. And the Ravens, for some reason, you know, they couldn't get things going. And when they did, Lamar would take a, a, a timely or bad sack or, you know, the Zay Flowers fumble. That was huge. Uh, that would have been a huge difference in the game. But I think I, I look back to the end of the first half. I look back at the the penalty by uh, by Jones um, roughing the passer, that extended that drive, and then uh, it was another play at the end of that half um, that allowed the Chiefs, you know, continue to move down into field goal range. So I, I think those three points at the end of the half were like crucial. Oh, it was the the Van Noy? Uh... Yep, at the start of the drive. Yep, that yeah. was it. Yep. Yeah. So Whatever two, that that was, unsportsmanlike. Yeah, so those two plays right there, you know, ultimately uh, changed the how the game was going to be yeah. played because they had a two-possession lead at that point at the end of the first half. So, um, yeah. To me, it's about Ravens' mistakes. Like, yeah, I think the, on the credit side of, of the ledger, you have credits and debits, right? Mm-hmm. Credits, Chiefs defense. Yeah. Credits, the way Mahomes and company came out. And, like, I don't, I think it's hard to overstate how good Travis Kelsey was in that first half. Like, it's not just that he caught a bunch of balls and he wound up with what eleven? Eleven for one sixteen and a tud. And eleven targets, right? Yep. Did he wind up getting a twelfth target that he dropped? No, it was eleven on eleven targets. And so, yeah, he was incredible. But like his first five catches of the game were the first play of the game, drive starter, always really important. Uh, then you had two, no, three third downs, and then a touchdown. Like, and the third downs were insane, though. Yeah, because, gotta have it. Yep. Like when you gotta have it, Kelsey got it, mm-hmm. and like that's that's big. So you got the credit there, and then as I said, like the biggest piece of credit is the Chiefs' defense holding this Ravens' offense that's been studly all year to ten points. But I do think you make a great point, and like the Ravens beat themselves in a lot of ways, and that's got to be really frustrating for them as a group because they have been a team that's kind of been the bully all year and I mean some you know this is I don't know whether this is actually true with bullies um I haven't read any parent enough parenting books because it's not a part of my life yet but we we know the old saying at the very least is to beat a bully you you like you bully the bully Mm -hmm. like the best way to defeat a bully is to punch him in the face and um certainly that worked yesterday for the Chiefs and it started pregame like you know I, I just was scrolling Instagram in the break there um, and I saw the soundbite from Justin Tucker being like, you know, I thought all that pregame stuff was was in good fun, but they seem to be taken a little bit more seriously. And there's kind of that little bit of like, wait, are these guys crazy? You know, <laughs> you kind of got that vibe early with like Mahomes and Kelsey. It's like, no, man, get out of our end zone. Like, this is our side of the field. Get, you, yeah, sure. Okay, you can warm up, but like not where we are. This is our stuff. Get out. Like, no, seriously, get lost. Yeah. Like, no, like, I'm sure... I'm sure when Travis does the podcast on Wednesday that they will, he'll be like, I have so much respect for Justin Tucker. Like, it's just part of the game. Like, 
he's the greatest kicker ever. Like Travis will be incredibly humble and um, not deferential. Um, he'll he'll give Justin uh, Tucker his flowers because he deserves them because he's the greatest kicker of all time. He might go to the Hall of Fame as a kicker. He's that good. Um, but like eventually you're a competitor. And like Mahomes, same thing. Like, oh yeah, you know, greatest of all time. But like at the end of the day, like we're just trying to send him like we don't we don't mess around and like using our way. So we we got him out of the way. And so I think that from from go, and also like, you know, there's a with Mahomes, there's a little bit of that the MJ thing that we saw during last dance. There's a little bit of that. He's got to get himself riled up. He's a competitive psycho, which is as high of a compliment as I can give a competitor. Um and I remember the CBS guys on pregame being like, you know, don't poke the bear. And it looks like someone just poked the bear. Like Justin Tucker was just doing his warm up. He wasn't trying to poke the bear. The bear, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, when you're in the backseat of the car with your little sibling and it's like, you know, Hey, you guys play nice back there. Don't touch me. And you grab their hand and you, you poke them. It's like, so-and-so poked me. Like that's, that's what Mahomes did to the Ravens. And then he destroyed them early in that game. Um, but the, the other thing I'll say too about the, the penalties and stuff is outside of the Van Noy one, I thought they were all good calls and the Van Noy one wasn't a bad call. It's, it's just the one where you're like, and it's the playoffs, like relax. Mm-hmm. People are, it, it, it's fine, but technically it was the correct call. And I think that that Ravens fans, I have no doubt there's a bunch of sad, sore Ravens fans today. And that's not to make fun of Ravens fans. Um, it's much fun as that is sometimes. Um, it's that's every fan base the day after they lose, but it's a lot of like blame the refs. They suck. They screwed us. The Isaiah likely that, yeah, there should have been a PI on that play, but like that's not a bigger play than Zay flowers fumbling. That's not a bigger play than Zay flowers taunting, which is 1000% the right call. And those plays are the ones that cost you. And that to me is kind of what happens yesterday is, the Chiefs are just solid in what they do. The Ravens beat themselves, and the final score reflected that. Yeah, in terms of, like, the Ravens beating themselves, that's been, like, consistent all season. I, I feel like the games that they've lost, and they lost to the Colts. They had a couple – Lamar had a couple of fumbles um, in that game. They lost to the Steelers. He had a couple of fumbles. They lost to the Browns, a couple of interceptions. So it's more so the Ravens, you know, they could have went out and won this game. It's – and, and I was talking to Zaire about it. He made me feel a little, you know, dumb for saying it. He was like, because I, I had pointed out that the Ravens had three turnovers and the Chiefs didn't have any. And he was like, yes, that's, you know, winning the turnover battle. And I was like, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, it's so funny. Like, It sounds he, so cliche. That's it what does. It and it's like, we got to be better than this in terms of the analysis. But, like, it really is. I was having this conversation actually with Landfill today. Um, you know, producer for, for B. Mitch and Finley, uh, for those that don't know. Um, but I was talking to, to Mullins about it because um, we were reminiscing about the Alex Smith trade. I can't remember what happened. We were, I think we were making jokes about um, Reed and, you know, oh, darn, he's not going to trade uh, Mahomes to the commanders now, I think is how that started and Landfill is just being a goofball. Um, but then we started talking about actually reminiscing about the Alex Smith trade. And I was like, you know what? I'm so glad I covered him because he made me realize the value of possession. And, you know, he was pretty bad statistically through the nine games that he basically got to play um, before the injury. And they were, you know, it happened in the ninth game, but they were six and two to that point. So in those eight games, like he had barely thrown over 200 yards in any of those games. Like he was awful statistically, but he never turned it over. 
and he converted some first downs and like played the shortened the game a little bit, but it just it was ugly. But you realize the value of that, and I think it's why you know all these players like to make fun of me the media for simplistic and oh you know okay win the turnover battle, but it's like. Then they get in the media, and what do they do? Players, coaches, they give you the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's actually the most important thing. And, you know, how you go about doing that, how you set yourself up for success is like the deeper next level layer of analysis. But, I mean, that's huge. The, the, and it, by the way, it's the biggest factor in the other game, too. Jameer Gibbs doesn't fumble. They think the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, and the time, and like, all turnovers hurt, but the timing and the placement on the field and all that stuff is super-duper important, too. And the Ravens, you know, obviously about as bad of a place as you can fumble is inches from the goal line. By the way, speaking of that play, sidebar for a moment. For every single person that tells me we can't change the touchback rule on the fumbling the ball out of the end zone, because you don't want guys to reach for the goal line without consequences. Guys are going to reach for the goal line. Zay Flowers reached knowing the consequences, and yes, he suffered them because the Chiefs actually recovered the ball. They had to complete the whole thing. And if that ball had been recovered in the end zone by the Ravens, I believe it would have gone back to the spot of the fumble because you can't advance the ball on a fumble. So, your argument that, well, guys will just reach for the pylon, reach for the plane, that's what they do. And if you, the defense doesn't recover, they shouldn't get the football. End of story. Please change that rule this offseason. Okay, thanks. Uh, we'll talk about the NFC game next on the Hoffman Show.